1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, this is gonna be a this gonna be a doozy. Y'all. <laughs> this one's gonna be this is gonna be a fun episode. Uh, we are the Sound Surfers. Uh, my name is Malcolm Alexander. Hi, Malcolm. Hi. It- it's <laughs> good to see you in the flesh. In the flesh, for as long as I am here in the flesh. <laughs> We're gonna get into all of the details. We're gonna give you guys. I feel like we have to have a very candid episode. You know, I like I, I don't want to hold anything back. We got to let the people listen and know exactly who we are, what's going on. The sound servers aren't dying, though. That's what I know. That's for darn sure.
2: Dang
3: um, right.
1: Nonetheless, I'm Malcolm Alexander.
3: Well, what's good? I am James, James Miles.
1: I'm Rob, the ROB. And what's up? I'm Corbin. And today, we're getting down to it. tons of great music, tons of great culture. Corbin and I, we were out on a bro trip last weekend. Mm-hmm. Massive drove, uh, bro trip. Tons and tons of friends along with us. To go to the FYF music festival in Los Angeles. Of damn. course, we're gonna break that down. Damn what a time it was. Oh, and damn what a time it was. All right, but first a little look into the music of episode fifty three. Of course, follow us on social media, Rhett Sound Surfers, on Twitter and Instagram, SoundSurferspodcast.com, and get us on Facebook as well. Uh Tyler the Creator he blooms to new creative heights in his fourth studio album, Flower Boy.
4: Infinity and beyond sipping on that lemon aid I need a Beyonce can't see Shrekly shade the saline beyond such you can't gas me up Shout out to Elon Musk Yeah I got a sold out show Cry while but don't matter cause you now Still not clever
1: wrong, man Still clever with them bars
3: only rapper shouting out Elon Musk Only rapper yeah, shouting out Elon Musk really <laughs>
1: Like I love it, man. I love it. Okay. And uh, homework assigned by Mr. James Miles. Uh, Funkadelic. They give you to go where no job of turkey has gone before on their fifth studio album, 1973's Cosmic Slop. Hey. You know, I just can't look at George Clinton the same way after uh, Cusso. <laughs> after
3: Cusso, <laughs> after seeing you know, Cusso, and, and that'll be interesting. That'll be an interesting dynamic to talk about, like because like, they, <laughs> you know, uh, we talk about you know how they go where no man has gone before on this album, and they, you know, continue to do that. And it, George Clinton stays true to that spirit. You he know, he stays I'm
1: true. You, okay, hold on. Which My is question like, which is, shows
3: this is not a front. You know, this was. The, if they were being their them, their authentic selves. Yeah, no, I mean like he's always
1: been weird and people yeah. know that. I mean, but he yeah, he's 76. That's Good crazy, Lord. man. Oh yeah, we're God. talking about the new Flying Lotus movie, Kuso, it premiered last Friday. Uh you were at the premiere while Corbin and I were seeing his three-day visual show. Or at, his the 3D, at the same, yeah, yeah, at the his same 3D time. Yeah, his 3 D visual show right. at FYF at the same time. But then we finally got around to seeing Cusco, uh, Cuso uh, <laughs> two, two nights ago, and I, I still think my stomach's recovered <laughs> from what the hell I saw. Yeah, <laughs> no,
3: if it has recovered, I wouldn't,
1: like, uh, yeah. No, what do you like mean you by that?
3: Because I have no idea what you guys are talking
5: about. You just
1: about. need to see the movie. Like, it is the so most per- I can tell you. It's the most disgusting movie you're ever going to see.
3: Ever. Is it? Why? Gruesome? Gruesome? Graphic? Well, it's A lot just of motion? It's just like a movie that it's it's just based in this dystopian like L.A. landscape where like an earthquake has destroyed the world and there's only like a few people that have survived. I don't
6: want to don't ruin it yet. I don't want to go see it. No, I'm he, I he, he's know giving
3: the premise. Yeah. About it. Like, he's giving yeah. the premise. Like, yeah, like no, he's not spoiling no, bro, anything. Bro, I Trust yeah, me. Yeah,
1: trust <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm not like, anything. Corbin, like go see this movie, man. Yeah. You have <laughs> never seen anything like this movie. And if you guys are sitting there wondering again, it's called Kuso, Uh, the man Steve Ellison made it. That's also with Flying Lotus. Uh, he was also at the FYF, that's the Fuck Yeah Festival, over in Los Angeles last weekend. Corbin, myself, Marley, a uh, friend of the sound servers, uh, we were all out there, and I don't even know where to start. It was easily... Like, I, I will go out there, and I say that was probably one of the best music festivals I have ever been to.
6: And I'm totally gonna agree with you with that, because I had one of the best times at a festival I've ever had in a long... I've
1: ever had. And you know, you know how I... Not only do I equate that to, like, the the great time that I had with just the people um, and just the, the overall vibe and energy of the weekend. But I think also with the fact that I did not see one bad act, there's yeah. no act that I saw. And I'm like, eh, they were just whatever. No, like every single act there was amazing. Like, yeah. like, like, like they were great. Of course I could totally, you know, I I can say, you know, who my favorites were, by the way, I think even seeing Frank, after five years not performing in states, I hadn't seen him since the Channel Orange tour. I still think the Anderson Pack had the best performance of FYF.
6: Wow, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't really get a chance to see Anderson Pack because I was too busy prepping myself for what I was going to see on Saturday night. Yes, yes. But uh, to me, the whole show was stolen by Nine Inch Nails. But that's a whole other oh, story. Yeah.
1: That's a whole other story. God, right I there. Can
3: imma- man, I can imagine. I really want to know, Corbin, how was that set? Like, I really need to know. How well, like incredible? Like because I heard cause- I, I was following it on. Uh, I, I was I was uh, at Couch yeah fest mm-hmm. uh, at work. F-Fest. <laughs> and- yeah oh, because it was <laughs> streaming, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, oh my okay. god, no! It was the most bs stream ever they were streaming on saturday they were streaming acts from friday and then on sunday they were streaming acts from saturday and it oh, was just it, it was a mess no,
1: but yeah it
3: was a mess but anyways um yeah, but yeah it, people were talking about how people were ma- wearing more black shirts on sunday and mm-hmm. i think that that was like because of nine inch nails like the way people were like hashtagging it and stuff so like
6: the vibe was different on sunday obviously because nine inch nails wasn't the traditional headliner that they had the last two nights because you had Missy basically headlining Friday. Yeah. First U.S. show in 20 years. Ten years. Wow. Ten. wow. Yeah. yeah ten. We saw a lot of firsts this weekend. We saw Missy headline a festival for the first time in 10 years. Play a show, and we saw the Flying Lotus 3D, which My God. was the first time that had been done in a festival setting. Yeah.
1: It was, and it was that was unbelievable. We saw Frank Ocean's first performance. U.S. performance. Yeah, we used performance in five years. Well, let me ask no, you about that. No, no, in like three,
3: because he performed at Bonnaroo, and then he was at Flognor in 2013. Because what Which stood out awesome. to oh, okay. me about Frank yeah. was that he's on stage in headphones.
6: Yeah, his his set was very interesting because it was it was, an, it was an intimate setting for a festival. So he what was do you on mean the, by that? It's just like a small small section of the. He wasn't even on the on the front of the stage. He was in a little satellite stage. It was a catwalk that was in the middle of the crowd. Which
1: is a whole other thing. Maybe why my experience of Frank was a little skewed because you know I I patiently got up to the front of the entire festival. <laughs> You know, at the at the front of the stage, ready to see him, and then next, you know, right before he goes on, oh, the screen moves up, man. and oh, then you realize that his whole setup is out there, see. and so he was. I ended up like right where he was supposed to be, right in front of me. He ended up being over oh, here on like, the yeah, side. I saw you, you a couple yeah. of your snaps, yeah, red
5: lives or whatever, and I was like, wow, that's
1: yeah, man. That? So I and then and then these youths, okay, I have no <laughs> so, tolerance for to that. Wait, like, Frank,
5: and me and Frank's getting kind of annoying to me. I'm oh. just going. I'm gonna be honest,
6: but. That wasn't even, to me, that wasn't even the best performance on Saturday. <laughs> Frank, it wasn't. Tribe Called Quest was tribe, the best bro, performance on Saturday. There was a Saturday.
1: tribe concert on Saturday. There was a tribe concert on Saturday. And Frank Ocean and
6: just helped had topped it off with a little cherry.
1: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But like my experience, and then on top of that with Frank, and it's not like a disappointment, but I, he only did thinking about you. That's the only song he did before Blonde was thinking about you off Channel Orange. He did nothing else off Channel Orange. He did nothing off Nostalgia Ultra. He did nothing else. And I think just for a long time Frank fan, I was like, I kind of wanted to hear that a little bit and just yeah. kind of hear how he reimagined the songs and, you know, in today, you know, and I and I was really looking forward to that. And, like, he didn't do that. And then these youths, though.
6: These <laughs> youths.
1: These youths. Okay, look, now, <laughs> I was so livid because, like, man, these youths ain't got no respect. Okay, look, people <laughs> out here waiting waiting all day waiting for hours to be up front okay don't think that just because you want to be with your best friends that you can just push people stomp on people and push people that have been waiting back without a fight you know what i'm saying i'm not here to fight no little, little young girl or young man i'm just Bro, not gonna
3: a of the fittest, man. it's a frank set
1: it's a frank set but man these kids really were disrespectful trying to get up here to see frank only <laughs> oh, yeah. for like the whole were thing excited to change
3: yeah right.
5: Look, it's so,
1: but so was I, <laughs> and so I waited. I, I, I patiently waited. I, I waited all through Tribe because I wanted to see Tribe. You know what I'm saying? And, and I came from. You know, I've seen all these acts on Saturday, and then I waited between Tribe, and yeah. or I, I wait. I got there during MGMT, so that was. I got there right at the end of it, MGMT. Saw like. Kids saw so electric field. To to oh, get so yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I saw that. We then, worked our
6: way up to the front. We worked our way up tribe. to the
1: front only for the t- the stage to, to switch and like just kids being rude. Yeah, and it really it really set me off, dog. Like it really because that's what it was. I mean, like a lot of that weekend was a lot of kids, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not acting like I'm much older, or any of us are much older. But it's just like you just like I saw some real disrespect. Oh yeah oh, Like over the weekend <laughs> Same that's, for me Yeah and like that's was, all it is man
6: I was getting it during Tribe Like just say I was getting it I was Oh dancing man he was We hard. had a great time I was dancing so hard And then these kids These youths These youths bro These youths Damn man youth. They start come pushing me They're like Why are you dancing I was like This ain't no Frank set This is a Tribe set Pay attention And they were like They kept pushing me Pushing me Man And the more they pushed me the crazier I got, the crazier I started. <laughs> that should be my bows started going out. Yes. My body was flailing. I didn't. Get, I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, man. How like, about like, you and the cramping? It's fine. Elbow, bang.
1: But that was the only way, man. Because like these kids were really pushing. i like, like, and it was one of those where at one point like we were just kind of packed in there like sardines because so many people were pushing from the back that it created you know that domino effect and they were just mm-hmm. pushing people over and it was like, yo, come on, like we're all here trying to experience the music together. And so I just hate that because you know I hate when dickheads want to affect the you know experience of everybody else mm-hmm. like that stuff is just like like that that's just total bs to me you know what i'm saying so to the youths man if y'all listening just understand that people wait to get here you know what i'm saying and when you're at a music festival no one's trying to harm or hurt anybody we're all trying to experience the music and the culture together so do yourself a favor either get to the stage early or you got to sit back where you are cuz i really didn't get to see much of Missy because i was so far back
2: Oh, you geez. know what
1: I'm saying? I, I, and she wasn't trying to have her face on the visuals. I can tell because they were just running, you know, replays of her old videos on on the side panels, and the main panel was other visuals. So she wasn't trying to be on there. So like, I really couldn't see her much. She shouted out that Beyonce was side stage, Tyler the Creator was side stage. You know, there was other artists that were the, side stage. The and Bayhive, the Bayhive, and like we saw them all weekend. I will tell y'all my Beyonce story in a minute. Because yes, uh, beyond, um, I, me and Beyonce got together over the weekend. Um What? what, at, what? at Solange's after party. What? what, you what? Were, uh You, you were in her, her air oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you have Her both, both nose
5: in eyesight <laughs> yeah both yeah
1: Bo- both of them did you give solange my number i did i okay, did just check, i, I, I just passed it along know. i yeah, did okay. pass it along because i love uh, that, that corbin passed up on seeing solange because <laughs> he, he said i'm never gonna see solange the same way no, no, I for him. I so he's like that. he's like i'm not gonna why would i go do that yeah
6: i didn't need to see solange i needed to get ready for run the jewels well so it was so funny because i don't
1: remember what happened I'm trying to think back, man, because we, we just did so much. Let me just run through some of the acts that I did see, though. Um, I know between, well, what, Friday, man, uh, Marlon, we saw Anderson Pack, we saw Flying Lotus, saw a little bit of Missy. Um, I saw Kamaya. That was really dope. She was great oh, live. Yeah. She was really fun, really energetic. Uh, Saturday, man, uh, freaking saw Thundercat. That was first person. Passed on uh, Erica because we saw Erica over my birthday. But of course, MGMT, sure. Tribe Call Quest, Frank Ocean. Um, I saw them. And we also saw a little bit of No Name as well uh and then on sunday i saw let's see mora moramasa i saw Teloboman. Right. um i saw of course rtj i saw solange um and then i saw Muramasa, mac demarco and Kailani.
6: So we, we And we just met up randomly throughout the weekend. Yeah, we would and, just get hyped somewhere. Yeah. And like, then go on our way. It's just like the festival's supposed to be. The way, the way it's
1: supposed to be, man. Like, there was times where I split off. I was alone, or it was Marley and I, or Marley went off alone. Corbin went off alone, with you know, and Corbin went his group. Like, you know, it was – was, I had friends out there that we've been doing festivals for a while. I mean, it was one of those weekends that you could go and you can experience it. Because I remember I ended up seeing a little bit of Solange's set um, because it was right before RTJ. And I think I left that – I left that crowd out. Because who, who was before RTJ? on that stage i don't think anyone that i was trying to see
6: on sunday on, it wasn't anything but i was gonna see obviously it was it was, iggy, was pop. iggy pop yeah it was right. iggy pop so yeah like wow. i really was trying to see oh them. yeah no i heard he I was incredible i wanted to go see it but everybody said it was amazing
1: oh wow that's crazy yeah so like we, we were in there kind of waiting on rtj and then i had to go to the bathroom so i remember i went to the bathroom and then just you know like and i know all of you guys kind of know this but corbin especially you like you know how it's just sometimes like the festival energy just kind of takes you. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of you have an agenda. Like I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Then you go to the bathroom. The next thing you know, you're like, I know I'm supposed to go back and meet with my friends, but it's not like my friends are like looking for me. So it's like next thing you know, I just I start I floated to the main stage and then I walked <sighs> up and I saw Solange just in all her beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like and I and I watched from the from the front of the beer garden. So I did that that way I didn't have to like pile through crowds. And then right as I get there, she was finishing um, one of her older songs from her previous album. Um, and then. Yeah, good enough or whatever. And then she started doing the Proud Henley theme song. Like, right as I walked up, and I was like, <gasps> oh, man. <my goodness. laughs> then, then she went right into Cranes in the Sky, and I was like, wow. Jeez. Like, you would just, just take so, all my yeah, blackness
6: from me it at was the same great. time. But
1: you know what it is? Like, but you know, we saw it form, so I was like, cool. So, like, I, I watched some of it, then I was like, cool, I can go back to RTJ. Went back, raged with Corbin. It was Rage Day on Sunday.
6: And then I got lost.
1: And, and, and then you got, you overheated, man. Like, yeah. I thought you were going to die.
6: Yeah, well, to. Rage Day gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> oh man, so, get hyped up, man! I was really hyped during RTJ. I had the RTJ flag waving. I oh was man, going crazy. and they gave out
1: those dope bandanas too. I got two of them. Oh man,
6: and then um, I just it just overcame me. I was hot. I was dehydrated. I was gonna pass out. And my angel Tracy, one of our one of our friends, that uh, flew out from uh, San Diego, or she actually drove out from San Diego. She just pulled me out of the crowd and she put me under the side. Put me down on a on a bench, cooled me down, gave me water, and I basically, I was about to pass out because I was losing my, I, I had no water, nothing, and I just didn't want to miss Nine Inch Nails. So Word of the
1: wise, hydrate
6: on race Day. Hydrate at the festival, yes. <laughs> Always be hydrating. So, Always be yeah, hydrating. So Tracy ended up actually, basically, picking me up off this bench and- started getting me to walk and she just said let's go to Nine Inch Nails and I took her right where we needed to be right in the front right in the center
1: and then I don't know if you guys saw the photos that I think we I think we might have posted them online the photos of you watching Nine Inch Nails no no
6: we didn't post those
1: oh, we didn't post those. oh man we got to post those because but, but I tell you that Cor- right when you thought Corbin might have died when Nine Inch Nails played <laughs> Corbin I, was brought right back to life I
6: was the happiest man in the world it's the happiest picture I've ever taken in my life that
1: easily was
6: it's, I was cheesing like you wouldn't see cheesing in in, in any picture oh man but it, uh yeah it was, it was great. a great set uh they played a lot of their newer stuff because they released their new ep last week called add violence uh they released it on the heels of fyf and then um we go ahead and, and then they played a lot of their older stuff they played some stuff off the fragile they played a lot of stuff off downward spiral stuff that i was singing to i was i basically sang the whole time at the top of my lungs and it was crazy love it, was it. good
1: Dude, it, that, was, it was great. So, Corbin, I, wa- I do want to know, okay, like, I, I want to wrap up the FYF talk, but I want to know, what, what what were your top three performances?
6: Top three performances? Of FYF. Number three. Ooh, that's tough. Okay, I can I can just name them. If I, I won't name them in any order, because obviously Nine Inch Nails was the top for me, but Nine Snails was one of the top three. Fly Low in 3D. Yeah. And Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Dude. And then, no Bjork? Bjork was, I was going to say, Bjork is uh, honorable mention, because that... If I didn't think Friday was gonna start out as good as it did, it started out with Bjork for me, and I was just blown away by Bjork. I was like tears. <laughs> me and all my friends were like, "Oh my god!" And then Missy comes out and kills it. Yeah. But I had some gripes with Missy. Yeah. Because she did a lot of self promotion. She had a lot of videos playing, saying like, "No, it it, I'm it the was no, alive. dare
1: I say it, Missy's set was very gimmicky, and I didn't even see all of it. But like, it just mm. it seemed very like it was it was a rap show." and it's like even though that was that was hip hop royalty right there and i'm and i'm not going to try can to be give, boring it, it still can be boring you know what i'm saying cuz even with tribe it's hard for me to give like tribe a top 3 performance only because at the end of the day and i am i'm very hypocritical of hip hop performances because no one wants to sit there for 90 minutes and have someone just screaming on a stage like screaming at him like you know, as as yeah. great as it is, put your hands up. Yeah, put like, your hands up. Like I'm yeah, yeah. put my hands up. man. but again, man. Tribe's energy was phenomenal. Q's energy, and and despite the fact that like they're older, all I can all I kept saying was like, I wish I would have seen Tribe in their heyday. You know, when Same. Fife was alive. Yeah, they and, performed with the band, right? Uh, no, no that they, no, really? it, no, it, 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 it was uh, what is it? It was, it was not but Droby. Like a, um, yeah, but like a DJ. Alicia Heed. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, Alicia yeah, Heed. It, yeah. It, it was Alicia Heed on on, on the decks, and Consequence filled in for Fife. Um, oh, wow. And that was dope. And he did spaceships again. I'm not again. I'm not here to say that tribe was a bad performance, but it was like 15 minutes in. Droby got a massive gut. Q Tip got a massive gut. Now, like you saw them, like sweating yeah, get tired their now, lives man. away. You know. And again, this is no fault of theirs. Like, like this. This is not like, oh man, it was a crappy performance. It's just like.
6: slash careers.
1: Hang out. Just compared to everything else, because
5: everything else was so busy and there's lots of elements. And there
1: it. was lots of elements, which is a whole gimmick in itself. When like your whole performance is based on visuals, you know what I'm saying? And seeing that,
5: I just watched MTV Unplugged from like 1991 Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, and there was like a band there, and I was like, "This is so dope." Yeah,
1: see, I thought they were gonna have a band, yeah. and they didn't.
5: Because you could put Alicia, you know, in in the mix. Like, all right, we're gonna do some songs with the band because that's what Jay did when I last saw Jay. Was he had a band? The band killed it. Yeah, and then like for like the hit songs, he would do a verse of. He basically had the DJ just kind of boom, 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 cut through all the tracks. Yeah. So he did a mix of both, and I thought it was phenomenal. And I was hoping try would do that because that is something hip hop has to face as a huge hip hop fan. It,
1: it, it, is, it is hard, man. Like, yep. if all you do is have a track, you know, that's my big thing with Tyler the Creator. And, you know, that's full circle to how we're going to talk about him today, is because he's been releasing phenomenal quality music full of instrumentation for years, but still continues to tour. With just taco DJing for him and not a live band, and I'm like, you're over here having Hans Zimmer create string sections yeah. for you, and you don't and you don't relate any of that to to, to your live performance, right? And again, every artist, it, it's a method to their madness. Again, I'm not gonna hear criticize Tyler for not having that. Well, and it's
5: cheaper, and but and, and
1: it's cheaper, and I get it. There, there's a method to it, but at the same time, it's like, yo, come on, like,
5: because that's like for a club, like you know, performances like that for like an indoor club. For an indoor club that that holds like.
1: Seven hundred people, all about it, right? All about it, but it's like, dude, you got to elevate, and that's all. Like again, I'm not telling tribe to elevate, and you know, Q Tip kept saying in between having amazing. Um, he he cut in a lot with just his words and saying a lot about life and where they are, and mm-hmm. he expressed that this is going to be their last L A. show ever. ever. You know, Mm -hmm. like they don't want to keep touring without Fife. And that makes sense. You have to close these chapters, right?
6: It was cathartic for them. You could see. Oh, it was so
1: cathartic. And there was something spiritual about it. That's why Mm -hmm. nothing I'm doing is like kind of, I'm not trying to rip it down because it wasn't, it was was a great performance. And, you know, they played new stuff, old stuff. And to see the power of hip-hop, dude, I literally have chills right now. Y'all, I have chills because the power of hip-hop, despite me saying like these youths have zero respect, it was soul-stirring. To see them bust out in electric relaxation or Oh, oh My yeah. God and see white, black, brown, old, uh, young, everybody sing the lyrics in unison. That was the coolest thing. Like, when you can see hip-hop doing that, you know what I'm saying? Because people, were, you, you kind of heard the same thing with, uh, with Missy. You know what I'm saying? Again, mm-hmm. the power of hip-hop. Like, mm-hmm. that's why, but even though, yeah, Missy was just like, you know, I'm a legend. Shout out Beyonce over there on the side stage. I'm a legend, say my name. And I was like, okay, like that's up that that's that's effing corny. That's yeah. corny to be dog. Didn't need a,
6: she didn't need a hype video to say that she was a legend. There was a, a two minute montage video yes. of everybody in the industry being like She's cutting edge. She's cutting edge, but we, yeah. I came there for because I know that she's cutting edge. I don't need to know yeah, that. Yeah, like, you don't need to tell me. That's the only reason here.
3: Dang, like, yeah, if she's got a video. No, of, she didn't. Like, yeah, yeah, no, like, and like, and it, was, yeah, it, was yeah, it, it
1: was. It was, like, you know. Giving
5: her a rim Especially job, for like, your one performance in 10 years. Like, you yeah. got to bring it. You got to, like, not. You don't need to do that stuff. Yeah, man, exactly. I did not even see it, and I'm disappointed. So, so That's so kind of thing. I would wonder if I was you guys, because I'd be disappointed. You know, my emotions sometimes be like, Man, I paid all this money, and I'm disappointed in the, in the two acts that I really wanted to see.
1: Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but but that's what it was, and that's why again I'm not. It's not faulting them, but it's just kind of like again, Missy showed her age. Tribe showed their age, and it was again. Yes, they're seasoned. Yes, they're yes, are legends, and I'm not gonna take that away from them. But also at the same time, make it. was just boring. The it was boring. Yeah, when, you know? Like when I tell you that Anderson Pack, from the moment that man came on stage, the free. Again, I've seen him three times now. I've seen this man, and that was, this was the best time. And again, no particular order. However, I would say Anderson Pack was the best performance of the week. Mine would be Andy, um, Frank, and uh, Flylow. Low. Um, and if, if not— Did Frank really do t- a song twice? Yeah, yeah, he did because he messed up. Oh yeah, yeah. no, he started over. Yeah, he he started over because he said he messed up and he didn't like how it was. But there was something charming about it. It wasn't like it's so human. It's Frank being Frank. It was Frank just being human. Yeah, it it was it was human and you know like he was sitting there kind of cussing it about it. Yeah, yeah. I I ain't mad at
5: that. But it just I saw this on the on the set list and I was like, is that real or is that someone just like?
1: But his visuals were great. There was Brad Pitt there, but again, a part of a part of the Frank thing was that he did nothing old, and I don't think you catered to your older fans by doing that. You only did the new stuff which was cool and it sounded great
5: and again but you know it's how many performances is he going to do this year three
1: exactly in the states in the states so you're sitting there you're like i'm wanting it i'm like i want to so hopefully he announces a tour and tickets are actually affordable
5: but i think you know (laughs) but frank i would always expect the unexpected like and that's kind of frank's charm in a sense right so going to see a frank show you have to understand he's probably not going to approach it the way a normal artist would approach a show
1: yes Yes, and I think the visuals, it was the actual movie, how it all looked. I think if I had been closer to the stage where I thought I'd be, I know I'd, I you know there'd be a different appreciation yeah. f- uh, well, for the set Well, but...
6: Spike Jones was one of the cameramen. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes he was. Mm-hmm. And now like there's some speculation
3: because he was uh Spike Jones was also at uh Frank's last performance at Panorama. which was in Denmark. No no no. Oh, no, oh. Panorama is actually this weekend. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. This was like Frank's first US show, but his last show he was in Denmark and Spike Jones was there too filming yeah. that one. Did, so, you, like... did you
1: watch the Mirror interview? Spike Jones's?
3: Oh no. Yeah, that's right. That's why I think I know what you're about
1: to say and yes, it is it is true. They are working on something. And I'm like Goodness. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm like, what could this be? So I mean, all around, it was an incredible weekend. Shout out to everybody that was there. Um, again, no bad performances. So I feel bad that I'm like sitting here almost ranking them because I'm not like there's no ranking. <laughs> yeah, but
5: yet. you did. It's just a natural part of being a human being, right? You show up, you yeah. like certain things better than others. But not art, that art was
1: bad. But. N- n- not of it all. But okay, quickest side story. Um, so yes, we went to the sludge after party two nights in a row. Um, because the first night we went there, it was promised that Solange was going to do a DJ set. Well, there was nothing happening the first night, so like we're just going to skip past that after Frank because we ended up just going and partying over at Corbin's Compound with all of his friends and it was great. But then the night after, so the last night, Solange performed at FYF and they said, okay, this is the night that Solange is going to do the DJ set. At ace hotel so we're like great so my friends noma and kayla and i shout out to y'all um we've been like festival goers and we've been had a little group for for years now the um homies. but anyway so yeah the, yeah the homies man so we all head over to the salon after party it's a it's a saint Huron after party that's you know her creative group and we were there for about a total maybe like 90 to like 100 minutes right yeah and like the whole time there, there's a good energy there but nothing's really really going down we're like okay so as gonna do the dj set next thing you know it's like 115 and we're like is. I mean, this place is probably going to close it too. I don't think she's going to go on. So then at one thirty rolls around and we start walking out. And then Kaylin goes, "Hey, I have to go to the bathroom." And I start seeing some ruckus by one of these like side doors that I knew they were probably keeping salon journey for team in. You know, it was kind of like the backstage area, even though it was in the back of the venue and not in the front where like mm-hmm. the DJ tables are. And I'm like, okay, there, there's something going on, but I don't know what it is. So about one thirty, me and Kaylin are backed up, or me and Noma are backed up against this wall. Um. And Kalen goes to the bathroom, and I know I look over at this door over here on my right side, and I see this, like, big, massively buff-ass, like, lights can do with a beard. And, like, the fanboy in me was like, I think that's one of the Carter family bodyguards. I've seen this dude in tabloids
5: because hmm. he's such a member of the beehive of the beehive, that right? Be looking at I'm tabloid like the photos, yeah, like, yeah. like the, the, the beehive knows, you know. And I'm <laughs> I'm, a, I'm,
1: a, I'm a beehive boy. You was buzzing. No, so was so I buzzing. I was buzzing. I was. Yep. I'm like something because that's why me and my two friends, like we both kept trying to leave the party earlier, but we were like something just feels like.
2: Magnets
5: sucking you electric. back in yeah, yeah
1: Something was electric in that room And I'm like What the hell is it And no one said anything And again Like it's a very quiet I mean it's, it's a party And people dancing But it's like It's just very low key There may be 60 people in the venue
3: Dang How much did it cost to get in? 18 bucks
1: Oh Yeah good. One However, time like, like, like not both nights Like eight, eight, oh, okay. 18 oh, bucks for just, Yeah just 18 bucks Cause like they let us cause, Cause we got there super late On Saturday night They let us bring our tickets back dope. To come oh, wow. Sunday And not to pay That's for them so, dope. Dope. Yeah no no So it was super tight So Kalen goes to the bathroom Me and No More sitting against the wall and I see the buff dude open the door. And this one girl, she was taking a selfie or she was, she was videoing her friend. And now the, the buff guy goes, move! This girl on her phone goes, oh, my God, Beyonce! Nah. And literally, Beyonce walks out of this room. She has two or three bodyguards kind of fanning people away. Mm-hmm. And she walks right in front or of me. Or did she float? She floated. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's, it's bae. <laughs> the, the, bae the, the postpartum glow in the float is so real. Mm-hmm. She just like she just walked right past me, dang. And I was like, "Wait, I can't say anything, dude." And all uh-huh. I just, I reached over at my friend Noma's hand and I just started grabbing. Yeah. And getting tighter and tighter, like I had to cut her whole circulation off. And I just reached on her wrist and I just started grabbing. Didn't notice because she, like she was giving she birth. Did she didn't. She didn't. Angel it. of Bay Dude, no. on by. Like he and was giving birth. It was. Yeah. Dude, I really was. Like I, I, it
3: was
2: immaculate I, I, conception. Like you, Beyonce you, walked. You
0: yeah. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: and i let go after like everything happened i said i'm sorry she goes i didn't even feel it
2: <laughs> yeah but
1: oh, it was the craziest thing and she yeah she was getting escorted out you know through like this back emergency exit and the funniest thing is that it all happened so fast and then people that didn't see it didn't see it no one talked about it no one was like oh my god did you guys just see beyonce no one said anything it was literally just like it happened
6: like, and that was and it then, gone like a puff in the wind She just love gone
1: it. just disappeared love it it was the craziest thing ever Absolutely and it made it. it made up for solange um eventually never doing the dj set so i was gonna uh. leave after that because i was like you know what? i just saw beyonce i had a beyonce side you know what
5: i don't like i that's all and i love that but i just like
1: come on y'all
5: don't be teasing me with a solange dj set oh, not actually having and a solange not have the dj, DJ set. set like
1: i was i was really waiting for it like so Man. i was so mad but again like i saw beyonce that well, yeah, i'll yeah, take i'll take that, that consolation that was worth
5: 18 alone that was worth 18 dollars yeah. alone yeah. so i was
1: like you know what it's cool even though it was false advertisement Out. I'll take it. I went went
5: to an after party once, and it was one of those things where so-and-so, I didn't even remember who it was, was going to show up, and they were going to perform. And So I go to the after party. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be dope. Yeah. They got up and said, like, hey, on the mic, like, three times. And I was like, okay, so I paid for this joint, and that's all I get?
6: Right? Yeah, man. I don't mess with Mm -hmm. after parties no more.
1: Yeah, man. Like, after parties ain't all they cracked up to be sometimes, man. Like, they really ain't. But, you know. I've
6: I've done a James Blake after party after Treasure Island in San Francisco. And he was DJing. And it was alright. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just one of those you know, everyone's tired at that point and it's like you want to keep the turn up going, but sometimes it's like it's best. We've well,
5: been out in the sun all day. You get dehydrated.
1: Not nah, drinking. The best thing after a festival is go get some real greasy ass Mexican yep. food or like with a, a Gatorade. With a Gatorade, give <laughs> uh-huh. you some water and take it back to whoever's house y'all stayed at. Yep. Or you and your homies get all together and all right. just, or you just like, come back to my crib. That, that's what I'm saying. Because like like after the first night, we just went back to Corbin's place with yeah, all no, his friends for real. and we partied on five a.m. So yeah. <laughs>
6: and, and what I do, I I actually cook. I cook for everyone. I, I'm like the house dad in my place. So I cooked breakfast for everyone, and then I cook a br- I cook like a dinner, but then I put it in the fridge so when everybody comes back at the end of the night, nice. Everybody plan ahead. Does it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no
1: cuz you had that pasta, man. That mm-hmm. pasta was good. Yeah, well, yeah, that's
6: exactly what you need. And little carbos. You made you, you
1: made those like those fresh fruit popsicles in the morning too. I made too. some fresh
6: fruit popsicles. Dude, cuz it's so are... hot, you want to get those popsicles. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Call, they're bomb. They're in the shape of bombs. Like they're little Shit, yeah. rockets. They're uh, rocket pops. Yes. Nice. Nah, they, man. Like made, like out here, a here like, he, he's a real dad. Corbin's a real I
1: love that. Oh, man. Well, look, look, that's the FYF, man. Again, one of the best festivals I've ever been to. If not that one, I would say the FYF I went to two years ago. 2015. 2015. So go. (laughs) Go to FYF if you can next year. It goes down Expedition Park in LA. Thank you guys so much for having us and letting the Sound Surfers experience one of the coolest things ever.
6: Just found out today that the Sound Surfers just got invited back to Outside lands, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, we'll be uh, we'll be doing some outside lands coverage again this year. Nice. Uh, aren't uh, uh, aren't the gorillas there? The gorillas, wow, the who. And Metallica. Oh, wow. Speaking of which, I'm going to
5: Metallica
3: next Friday. They're here nice. in the Valley. Oh, nice. oh, that's right. Yeah, they're at yep. uh, University of Phoenix, right? Yep. So
6: we'll have more festival coverage for you for the summer coming up here in the next couple weeks. Yeah,
1: man. They're in... Corbin the Nomad, man. There could be a, l- a little bit more after that. I'm going to be covering some festivals in California real soon, too. So we're going to see what happens. Or at least in Southern California. Outside lands is being in Northern California. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be good. Uh, let's talk about this music, though. Tyler Crater. Album's called Flower Boy. It's his fourth studio album from Tyler Gregory O'Connor. I just found out Okanoma that his name. or something. Yeah, like Oconma. Ocon- o- 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oconma. O- o- I didn't know his middle name was Gregory though until I looked that up. I was like Tyler <laughs> Gregory. Wow. What if that was his rap name? Like and that's rather greater. Tyler, Tyler Gregory. Gregory. That'd be really cool. Wouldn't it though? I'm like, dude. I've not to Tyler Gregory yeah. album. Why
3: is everyone's middle name cooler than their last name? Bro, like I don't know take why. me for example, man. Like, I was
1: like, I realized I was like, same. no, like yeah. I could just, I could just drop the last name. I tell you why? Because parents get
5: like, I could take a little risk
1: on the middle name. Yes, what I'm saying. Not first
5: name. Sure. Some. Parents don't want to take risks.
1: You're 100% right with yeah. that, though. That's what it is. Because like, I've always, I've thought about middle names for my kids, and yeah, I'm like, for real. I'm like can I can have a yeah, fun no, with those. You're gonna go wild, Like, I'm going to go wild with the middle
5: names like they have middle names. They can be yeah. whatever. Yeah. A friend of ours just had a baby, middle name Rizzo. Wow. Like you'd never put your first name Rizzo, but middle name, that's a dope middle name. That's right. <laughs> and
1: like they will probably call call the kid Rizzo. Yeah. Like that, that see, I'm about that. I'm all about middle names. You mm-hmm. can either use middle names as your first name as a nickname, or you can use them as your stage name, last name. It works. Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. Exactly. <laughs> but uh Tyler Credit, Tyler Gregory, man, it's the it's Flower Boy. And uh my first impression on, on first listen, dude, I try to be so hypercritical, you know what I'm saying, of of these albums on first listen, especially when artists are some some of my favorite artists you know Tyler Crater is someone who I've been a massive fan for for years like i, I I've been around since his first project and 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 I've seen the growth and I can easily go out and say that this is his best album like easily he's you know? released yet like and, and and it's not
3: you know and he's and he's uh, such a dynamic artist that like every album gets it gets better like demonstrably you know what i'm saying like you can see the growth and you can hear the growth like in every album right because he pushes the envelope yeah and that's yeah, what i exactly. like because
2: mm-hmm.
5: they which album did you assign for homework uh, Cher- Cher- i assigned yeah. a cherry bomb
3: that was yeah. almost
5: like a, a way in your face aggressive yeah. way pushing sound envelope for hip-hop artists this is like i can do hip-hop for yeah, me yeah. that's what i was like mm-hmm. i'm a hip-hop as hip-hop comes When I want to be.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When I want to be. I got lines. He can rhyme. See, and that's the thing, too. Like, he's so interesting with it because, like, he he doesn't want to be called a rapper because, like, he feels like that puts him in a box, but he can rhyme over anything. And I think that he, like, demonstrates it, like, so well on this album and on, like, just in so many different, uh, like, areas. I don't know. It's just, like, because I think what's so remarkable about this album, like, for – like for starters is just the fact that because like Tyler has always been like a really personal dude like Mm -hmm. in his lyrics and stuff like he's always been you know like we've always known like where Tyler's at like with his head and stuff yeah but I think that like the maturity that he like like uh, like the maturity that he brings to like his approach on being like introspective and really like talking about himself on this album is just like far better than it's ever been no 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 no, no.
1: it's tenfold better yeah and and it's because he's there's, there's, there's a. He's not approaching it with immaturity. Where I think before he was. Juvenile. That's how he used. It yeah, totally. he was, being he was a troll juvenile. back yeah. in the day. Yeah, he was being right? a troll. Like yeah. he was juvenile in the way right. that he addressed his personal ideas and his and in issues about himself on this album. Dare I say, I felt it was very Afrocentric. It was afrocentrist yeah. He had he he took statements on on messages. black culture and on on his blackness on on how people perceive blackness in himself. And, and
5: different, but, but and not to use the shade term, but yeah. the different. It's not all monolith, right? Like, no. he's taking it from that, okay, again, and this is why I love the themes that, that artists are exploring a lot more now, is that we're not all the same. Like, we, there's black nerds, there's, you know, all kinds of different, sure. just like everybody else. But for some reason, when it comes to black people, we've always talked about, well, it's black people, yeah. you know, instead of... Okay, there's Tyler, there's Malcolm, there's James. There's, yeah, you know. man. Like,
1: I, I, but ex- exactly, that's just it. He wanted to explain the nuance, right? Yeah. And and I'm always pushing that that narrative, like of the of you know black black men and black women coming mm-hmm. in different shapes, sizes, and ideas, and, and like I, exactly, like we're not it's it's the not conversation like, America it, needs to have on mm-hmm. race, we're, where it's like we're
5: beyond just the black and yeah. white conversation now we should be.
1: But at this time, he's addressing the, the he's addressing the nuance that he has and other black people around him have in this creative realm in a way that is not juvenile he's going right. all for it you know and he even you know he was on colbert saying how you know he's not exactly trying to rap as much he's like i really wanted to say what i want to say then i want to let my features and let the music kind of take me and it's funny i saw this really cool quote from um uh craig uh craig bro he he writes for oh D- craig bro dude yeah, yeah craig, craig, craig bro dude. yeah he writes for vulture and um uh, it, was a, it was it was an amazing quote he said this is the first time the creator album where his With- ambition and musicality meet on the same level Mm, and like man. I thought that was the coolest thing cuz like I 100% like, agree. Yes. Cuz there there's something about it cuz he talks about, you know, sexuality, sexual fluidity, you know. That was something that I was talking with Marley about the other day because being in LA, I realized the difference between Phoenix and LA and I was like we, especially at the Salon After Party, I was there and I realized like I would see a girl and I'd be like, "Oh man, she's real cute." Then I would see her like kiss her like kiss a girl next to her and then I would see a group of dudes and I'd be like, "Oh, where's the girls at?" And like the dudes are like there with each other mm-hmm. and like some of the, and, like a lot of the dudes in that group are gay. And I was like, "Whoa, like LA, you know, this is a place that's not as actually, se- you know, it's not as sexually concrete, maybe, yeah. as Phoenix or other markets, right? Or other cities. We're out here. It's like, nah, you're straight or you're gay out. Hello,
0: it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. P D W group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Out in LA, I don't think it, like,
3: yeah, the, no, it doesn't really matter. And yeah. then, like, and that's another thing that's interesting, too, is just that, like, because a lot of people, um, like, you know, I, I was reading, like, one review, uh, like, of this album, and it was talking about how, like, uh... You know, because uh, I, I think the track, uh, the track "Garden Shed," the seventh track on the album, yeah, that's kind of like his coming out song, if you will. But you know, is like it or is com- it not? Like but he is came or or like not. he's coming yeah. out of the garden shed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's just like it's just such like a polar like shift from you know like where he's typically been like with women. Because on his last album, he made a song about uh, eating pussy.
6: Yeah, Cara yeah. See, yeah, but then I go back to to Rob's question: Is it really because? all of his albums have had kind of a narrative and a story of a form of tyler
0: yeah a- so absolutely. is this another form of, of tyler
6: ball. that he's that he's exploring and that he created this album flower boy who which is a lot more introspective this is like his this is his id yeah. you know what i mean like you got the violent tyler which yeah. which mm-hmm. is uh, wolf haley and you got all the different the different personas now we have the th- the fourth persona.
1: Yeah. But uh, well, see, see, like, this, this seems uh, no, like he, the most personal he, persona. I think this is the realest. And you know. he purest. literally
3: said that he wanted to ditch all of those characters. Like, he washed all that away with Cherry Bomb. Like, Cherry Bomb was a clean slate. This is yeah. all, like, just him now. Well, I, yeah. And what's interesting, too, because I don't know if he... What his
5: sexuality is, and quite frankly, I don't care. But yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. But yeah. let's say he's a straight man, right? Yeah. Because he does allude to women on this album too. In the first track, he's talking about all the women he basically has over to
3: See, give him head or whatever. Well, like he, well, he said shout out to those girls, but yeah. like, but anyways, like, go and ahead, like, I want to talk about and, that. later And maybe yeah. he's
5: not. May, but maybe what he's only doing is forcing hip hop to have a conversation that hip hop never wants to have, and saying, okay, look, y'all have to, we have to get there because we can't be rhyming and screaming about equality. If we are so uh, uh, pushing away yeah, of, a, of right. a part of the world.
1: But that's the way a lot of, there I say, black musical genres have always been where – we as black people there 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 like there's gay culture everywhere all within us you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and oh my god like I love when you hear those people that are like yeah I'm sorry like look, like look at your church choirs look at the people that lead your church choirs yeah. and, t- and tell me that they're 100% straight For sure. but Dude. we're going to yeah, be the in Harlem church. Renaissance yeah. is like
3: led by black queers but you know black queers.
1: but but we will choose to ignore that right mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll ignore it in church and just say like you know what, James over there leading the choir like yeah. there, <laughs> there there's some sugar in his bowl but whatever like but we're right. going to choose to ignore yeah. it right because we don't want to accept that or accept that part of him right therefore he's gonna feel like he can't be himself fully and like that's the craziest thing all at that same time and so we in a hip-hop and a black musical culture have always been resistant of mm-hmm. that conversation as you're saying and i like it that's why i think that this is one of his greatest sounds because the eloquence and how he on how he chooses to have this conversation with himself yeah. and being vulnerable is in a time where people are saying is i loved everyone saying like it's Tyler the creator gay but then everyone there's more people saying, does it matter?
5: And that's, yeah. that's ultimately, I think, what his <laughs> does, message is on the album. Does it matter? Right? Like, I
1: don't care. Like, I just, you know, and I was telling James where it's like, there's a point when, in Hollywood where I think that you get to a certain level of affluence and creativity to where there's just, sexual, like, sexual fluidity is just what, it's the norm. Like, I'm confident in my sexuality. Sure. But, like... That's not to it's say. It's just because
3: no one, like, when you've got that status, like, no one can shame you into, like, yeah, feeling bad about exactly. it. Like, you know, like, like you can't feel bad. You take you have the no power over it, too. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. And I picked
5: part of the, the, the song Pothole for, for a very specific <sighs> reason because, you know, it's not about the the, the the gay part, but it's the fact that he, number one, the flow on this is, is freaking uh, phenomenal like and this is like a this is a 1990s hip-hop
3: style bruh, song which is so why i picked
5: it
1: good and my guy, got my dog jaded yo Smith. okay yeah i know yeah book, that's why i love man. that too so this i don't this has know, a Roy I,
3: Air sample on it too by the way oh yes. i did not know that
5: i did not know that so it. i think malcolm picked the same clip yeah, if i'm not dude. mistaken so corbin play whichever one you want play both of them play care. them both yeah. let,
1: let, let's play them both but
5: I, I picked my the beginning of the song too because again with with the racial dynamic he talks about his main man clancy And he says, I got to give him props because he taught me a lot and because my mother told me that not all N-words are going to have my back. So, again, there's this dynamic of the entire album that is sort of real-life racial, real-life sexuality that very few artists get to explore and, and, and do it as well as Tyler does
4: my mother warned me that some niggas ain't my right hand hey. to trust her only my heart and that elder white man hey. his name is clancy i fancy him gotta give him props he has the reason why hey. dealerships even let me cop hey. so now i'm speeding and trying to drop away from the fact hey. that she was right so i triple left trying to double back hey. the streets are filled with some clues like how i ain't noticed that. I that fuck it i see some hey. familiar stuck in the cul-de-sac hey. i pull up get out put up i want to help but what you want for some some niggas really don't want for themselves
5: because that's real life scenario right like that's not white. That's a human being yeah, thing. Like some people right. are haters, and some people want to bring you down. And then you're gonna have one friend, no matter what race, because yeah. like gonna bring you to the car dealership and like show you the way, or yeah, be a mentor right. in a certain way. Yeah. And in his case, it happens to be a white dude named Clancy.
1: Yo, but you know, but like, but that's why, like, maybe, the, and that's what it is. This is the first Tyler. Maybe this is my, my favorite, and this is the best one as far as because, like, yeah, I, I connect with that. Like, you know, I grew up in a house where my mom told me similar things. You yeah. know, what I'm saying not everyone is gonna be there for you. Right, not everyone's gonna be a ride or die. So whoever that is, it is, it doesn't matter their race, religion, creed, background, whoever it is, right for tyler mm-hmm. just happens to be clancy mm-hmm. and he it out clancy consistently across every project he's ever done you know i'm saying people know that clancy it's like the
5: anti-jerry heller you know yeah no, no. way, right? he
1: all he wants to do is get creative people doesn't matter if they're black white brown blue and he wants to give them the platform yeah. all all clancy wants to do is just give them that space which
5: is interesting too because i, I watched the defiant ones and corbin talked about uh, it last week yeah and but the point that jimmy Jimmy makes Iveni. Yeah, Jimmy, oh, yeah. I always want to say yeah, Ovine Ile or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Jimmy, but well, the point he makes is like let creative people do their shit, right? Yeah. Like don't just let him do it. Because when he found an Interscope, he was Nine Inch Nails and Trent Reznor. Just let him go be a genius. And Marilyn Manson, go do Marilyn Manson, go, Dr. Dre. Go. go do what you do. I'm not going to interfere with this because the process and the product will be better. And I think that's what Tyler is able to do so well through the course of his records. And on this album in particular, he gets to do what he wants to do. And then we get to appreciate it. As
1: music fans, because it's unfiltered. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. 100%. And and that's what it's about that. It's about that vulnerability. There's something about um pothole again that i i just loved it there were so many songs like i was i struggled to make a clip i couldn't get enough of this album uh, i couldn't honestly. get enough i still can't like i want to mention to where where this flower blooms that was like my follow-up clip that oh i was gonna goodness. do uh who that boy still bangs that was gonna be it november is the best track on this damn album uh, i think it's not it is it is it is it is it has it, to it's be like it. it is gorgeous that song is gorgeous Pothole's the best. See, pothole okay, is the best. See, <laughs> but okay, I, love pothole I, I was going say, like, I'm struggling.
3: I think it's real interesting, like, because uh, we were t- kind of talking about, like, you know, like, again, uh, when we were talking about his sexuality, one thing that I wanted to bring up is that on that song, like, you know, a very specific thing that he says on that song is towards the end, he's trying to, like, he's, like, talking about, like, you know, living his life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said that he wanted to live a long life, like, worthwhile and stuff. And he says that he wants to find somebody that loves him. So, like, that's yeah. the lyric. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it, It's not necessarily like he wants to find a woman or he wants to find a man well, nice or he, he, he wants to find someone that loves him. Well, and I love all the themes on it. There was
5: so many There's themes of love, of loneliness, of friendship, charity, of potholes yeah. in the way of your life and, and how do you navigate the potholes. There was so many themes thrown in. There's so many human being themes that everyone relates to on some it, level. And it doesn't
1: matter your age, right? Like, yep. I, I think it's something. And that's why Pothole, like, was, like, that was my thing because, yeah. like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going through some changes in my life mm-hmm. right now. Watch out for the potholes, <laughs> Well, yeah, and, yeah, and, like, man, watch, dude, like, uh, Jaden Smith out here, like, prophesizing my life, and that's why I chose right. some of the hook uh, in the Tyler's Dex verse on, uh, on Pothole. I had to switch gears on a, you know, swerve, left turn, steering wheel, on no, no, nigga, that's a
4: pothole, watch out for the 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 pothole snakes in the grass but i walk i got some new boots on the back it says golf so i'll be prepared for they bites they all talk i left the condom in the grass so fuck off watching clans in a mansion with nobody in it young successful nigga
1: bro. oh man like I, I i love it and that's what it is you know it's like you're kind of in this pothole like this is like kind of one of the last uh at least for the next couple of weeks like we're not gonna be on the sound service together in the same physical studio anymore um at least for like Don't some, me, man. for for the next few weeks. Be all sad for the next few weeks we'll be back. But like yeah, like I'm 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 round those potholes out right now. I'm getting mm-hmm. ready to move back to California and 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 start a new life, start, you know, new career moves there. The sound servers aren't gonna die though. Like I said, we're still gonna be bringing you episodes every week. You know, we're gonna be recording in different places. That's the beauty of radio and technology is that we can we can do that. I'm not gonna lie to you all as listeners. <laughs> we're not yeah, gonna yeah. be like, uh-huh. We're all in the same place. Like, yeah. like, it's like it's not, man. Like James is gonna be on the mic now and 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 kind of yeah. curate and staring these conversations. And that's what we want. You know, Rob, you started us out being on the mic first. You were the first person on the mic. I stepped pass up, the baton, man. You know, and, yeah. and now now we gotta pass the t- baton and give it around. But you know, I can tell you uh, you know, I can speak for myself, but I know. speaking for the sound servers in that like our priority is still to talk about this music and and give it to y'all listening every single week and so we don't want to stop that you know this is one of the greatest platforms like i have ever been a part of um and 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 so that's why that won't ever go but to bring a full circle to the song you have to watch out for the potholes you got to watch out for those things in life and then when when it happens you got to come out on top and i think that's kind of what tyler alludes to throughout is that you know there's always this you know glitter shine like at the end of the day like you have to you bloom and i I think flower boy just this whole you know patience in your process and patience in your path and your purpose in life is this overall of this album and that's why it's like just this gorgeous sonic masterpiece to me absolutely
3: no i think he like i I think he makes himself like the like the czar of summer sounding music with this album because like a lot of his albums like have been very like you know summer landscape like oriented and this just like just cements like his place as someone who can uh make really good music for the summertime um my clip that i gravitated to was uh was actually the song glitter it's like the second to last oh, song on the i album. love
1: this song yes no
3: it's such a beautiful song and the second half is just like just hypnotizing and i just like i i love it so much i think it's some of the greatest uh this album period features some of the best production tyler has ever done like in his entire career and i think that this second half of glitter um is like is a part of that I just like like I love synth work already like in in most music and Tyler is like a person that's so influenced by like the sense of like uh, that that the Neptunes would use like on their production and stuff and I think that the synth play like on this album again is like elevated as well like I really like it just his production is just so clean on here and I think uh, I think another thing that's like remarkable about this album like aside from you know like the you know like the subject matter and like his, his like lyrical ability i think that production wise also he's he's like still doing pop because he's always longed for like being known and stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but he's always been focused on doing it his way i think that he makes like he finesses the transition to pop honestly like with this uh, like with a lot of the songs on this album like there are so many songs on this that i can hear like on the radio like for sure who That boy um boredom honestly like the first half of boredom Boredom, i could hear it on the radio
6: yeah boredom was my track that i chose because i thought that that was the best track on the album for sure Um, that's one of the best songs he's ever made I, i agree with you guys that this is one of his most concise it is his definitely best produced album um, here you comes guys the thought, butt you got out you guys thought i was gonna trash it but i actually thought it was one of the, his best albums you're damn right down. i knew you weren't
1: going trash you can't trash this album don't you, come in with this bull i didn't <laughs> want to stop
6: listening i wanted to replay it like i replayed oh. it
5: three times in a row the first time i listened to it i was yeah. like yo it, it's just
1: i mean it's infectious yep
6: yeah this this album was definitely his best hands down i know you all love cherry bomb i didn't like cherry Man, bomb oh compared God. to this at all because i still love you know Bastard is still my favorite, but, but it, that's what is. So this angst-y. was a beautiful
1: com- com- was, like
4: culmination, yeah, culmination of his yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it
6: was beautiful. It was it. It sounded great. I agree with you that it sounded very summery. That's why I chose boredom uh, because of the the message and how emotional he is, and how open he is, and how raw he is on the track itself.
4: to it so
3: much yeah like Anna of the North sounds incredible on that song I've never even like like he had a few collaborators on this that are like so, like because and that's another thing about Tyler too man like he got a lot of like unknown people to like work with him and he brought out a lot of great stuff in them and then he also had like he had Lil Wayne on a track for like less than a minute uh, I know. Dropping seeds yeah
6: I love that track that's too. a great track yeah
3: yeah, oh my and God, that track is, oh man, yeah, I love Yeah, dropping song. seeds, man, like Lil Wayne drops some heat well, on he, that verse, and but that's, that's, that's a
5: minute long. And that's the genius of Tyler, the creator, too, because creative people, genius creative people get the best out of everybody else they work with. And when you don't mess around with them, you just let them do. And this goes back to Corbin. That's something you like, you know, with with Tame Impala, with Kevin Martin, with Kevin you Parker. know Kevin Parker. These guys, see, you guys always <laughs> got to correct me on my, my, <laughs> my terms, you know, my names. I knew, I knew, yeah, I, knew you I knew who he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. But you know, the, the guys that do every step of the process, right? Yeah. That's what Tyler does, and that's what makes right. him a
1: standout artist because he does every part of it well. And 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 that's what gives you that respect, to him. You know, what I'm saying, when, and that's what I love, right? And I talk about that every time when I can turn on a TV and see Donald. you know, executive producer, starring, uh created by by, (laughs) written by. Like it's the same, you know, Issa Rae and Drod Carmichael and 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 Tyler the creator. Like this is why he is he is in my he's in that top five of artists for me. To do all of that that well. Right. That's the latter, right? Mm -hmm. Not only do all that, but do it well. Because there's a lot of people that want to be a jack of all trades and master of none, right? But when you can be a jack of all trades and master (laughs) the (laughs) the master, like the trades that you're a part of that's what makes this album what it is man so how do we slap it
6: i'll start it out just because uh you guys already said everything i wanted to say i'm gonna go with a four it's a flat four for me
3: (laughs) uh uh, 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 like uh, honestly like this is like my favorite artist like this guy like inspires everything that i want to do like creatively and like what i want to do like in life and this is just another like Stellar addition like to his catalog. Like, I, I could not ask for anything more. And okay, he did all of this, and this is his shortest album yet.
2: Yeah, like, it was his best
3: album, and this is his shortest album yet. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wolf was like an hour 18. Damn, uh, yeah, it was. Wolf yeah. was a long, Wolf album. was a very long album. But and then Cherry Bomb was like somewhere near there. It was like an hour. This cuts it down drastically. He says so much more in so little less time. I love this album. I'm
1: giving it a five, Malcolm. Ooh. Oh man. James,
3: man, hey, <laughs> hey, do what you feel, man. No, yeah. okay,
1: I'm thinking of that. Okay, I'm gonna give it a five because I gave Thundercats album a five. Yeah, and I'm gonna slap the hell out of this. I think more than Thundercats album. <laughs> yeah, so you know. th- like this is a five. Like it, it's it's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. done.
5: I'm trying to look at because I have in front of me all the list. I gave Run the Jewels a four eight. I gave Kendrick a five.
1: Oh yeah, so like I yeah, gave I Jay to. a five. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
3: dang. And man. I'm trying to think like because.
5: I don't know. I, I, I I it, it was so
3: funny, man. But like we were, like we were talking about this and like, damn, because like, damn's a great yeah. album. But like, we gotta have conversations about like which was better, because like, that's a great album, but this just strikes a different chord yeah, like It you just man. strikes a different chord, yeah, like, Same like, with Jay, though. Like Jay has it, same, same with Jay, with yeah.
5: Jay. yeah. Jay. Exactly, yeah. strikes a different chord, right? I think I gotta give it a five too, because there's literally nothing missing from it.
1: And that's what Rich was talking about. That's what Rich was talking about. Where again, like, if you're sitting here and saying. There's nothing wrong with this album. Where I can't think of what's wrong with the album. Is it not a perfect album? Is that is it not a five?
5: When it's so dynamic and the sounds are dynamic and and the way it's put together is so it's so well done. I mean, I I'm trying to think of a reason to drop it down to even a four eight. I can't really find one. So there you go. Three fives and a four.
1: Goodness. 8.5. Well, you already know what that means. It's time to get down to the homework.
2: Now, boys, don't get into any trouble while mommy
0: and daddy are gone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Uh Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void required prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Cosmic Slop. One of the
3: coolest names for an album I've ever heard. And one of the craziest uh,
1: album openers.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. One of the, like... Funkiest, like well and just like subject matter
5: wise like of of an album to open with it's also funky it's also
1: funky um (laughs) and of course our album review we just talked about it tyler crater tyler gregory (laughs) Uh, it's tyler crater's flower boy and you can talk to us about both albums online right now at sound surfers on twitter instagram sound surfers podcast.com get us on facebook to talk about these albums uh james why did you choose this album as homework it's funkadelic's cosmic slop came out in 1973 it's Fucking up's fifth studio album.
3: Yeah. So, okay, so I, so I assigned this album because this album is unlike anything that I've ever heard before because just, like, the topics and, like, the themes that they talk about in combination with, like, their instrumentation and, like, a lot of the production behind it is among some of the most unique things I've ever heard. Like, they're talking about... Uh, like George Clinton talks about like having sex with a uh, uh, with, with a transgender person on here. Uh, the first song is about really hairy uh, vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like like there's mm-hmm. there's just a lot of like and nappy, they
5: popularized the term nappy dugout. Nappy dugout. The dugout. nappy dugout, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why I you signed it. And I was looking at the treasure like last week. Yeah. I was like that's where the That's got to be the <laughs> earliest documented. <laughs>
3: you know? yeah, sure. If you go on Urban Dictionary, like they will credit yeah. nappy dugout to
1: uh, like Cosmic Song is hilarious because like i like i i had maybe only heard like if anyone ever used it in my life it's probably my father has used that term <laughs> yeah. but like i i have not you i have not heard that term in like ever yeah. but i literally i saw it and i knew exactly what it was i was like
2: yep oh yeah, God. I mean, I think, uh, ice cube
5: used it a couple of times throughout his his oh, career and yeah. i think that's where i first heard it as a kid really? yeah. and then i saw i was like wow
2: this
3: that's, is where it comes to, comes from. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's a really cool song. Tribe Called Quest also sampled that song on their first uh, album for ham, for ham and Eggs. By the way, I did not pick that as my – I think that was my favorite track on the album, though. Not Jack just because of the name, because it's funky, man. Yes, man. Yeah, no, that is funky. such a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just straight instrumental. And, um, yeah, and I just like – like, just the collection of, like – like this is unlike mu- like any music that i had ever really heard and this is kind of like this is kind of funkadelic like at the peak of um you know like their music making like skills and I just think like, and then uh, aside from like all, all that other stuff, you know, they even have a song about the Vietnam War. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the March we, to the Witch's Castle. Which I just is think my like,
6: favorite track on the album.
3: I, I knew it was going to be one of y'all's because it, it is it is a very like special track. Like they go very like that's like very Led Zeppelin influence. Well, it doesn't it is, even
6: sound like you would think funkadelic sounds right. Like, you know, but it's and, really psychedelic and it's really really yeah, good. One hundred percent.
1: This was definitely like the first time I've dived into some funkadelic that just wasn't kind of you know. Uh, yeah, that wasn't secular. like the singles. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't you know? like really that surprised secular. Me. Actually, like I was
5: surprised at how not Parliament P Funk sounded. Idiotic. Yeah, yeah. Right? See, like,
3: and and that's the thing because you know, like, that's the uh, because whenever people talk about Parliament, you know, like they they throw both the names together. You know, like, yep. oh Parliament Funkadelic, but they were really like two separate bands, with mm-hmm. two separate like identities. You know, and so that was another reason why I like assigned this too. I wanted to make it like you know clear that Funkadelic was a rock band. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wanted yeah. that like distinction, like to be. Known. no and, like
1: um, and I can see why you chose that because I was so confused I think listening to it it just wasn't what I was gonna expect right on rip right. I yeah. was like I was ready for just like just yeah just like a bunch of rooms. like
3: synthesizers and like uh clavinets yeah like, um,
1: and it wasn't any of that like but or it, it was like there was a lot of those elements 100% right. I'm not gonna say there was nothing but it was it was straight musicality you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and yeah. it's so great because people love to see like George Clinton as you know the smoking weed fun having yeah band, <laughs> you know the mascot for Funkadelic when it's like no this man is a true bred musician you know yeah. Yeah. and it's like he is a leader of a band and as a band leader like he is phenomenal when it comes to orchestrating and composing all this music. Yeah. Um I was captivated by actually it was a cover of a of a song by the Sonics uh, it's called this Broken Heart. And Bet, Wait yeah, that's your cut. Yeah, that's my oh cut. Oh my god, <laughs> I that's love. That's cut, too. Oh really? Yeah. No, that, is, bro. Yeah. that is
3: some original is, rhythm and blues right there, bro. That is some R and B, yes. bro. bro. I was
1: going through the album and like everything I saw album. I'm like, this is nice. There's a nice element right here. Yeah. But then I was like, that gem just comes along. and yes. I had no idea it was a cover. Like I, when I was doing research on the original song, I didn't I was even like, know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's by the Sonics. It was a, it's a duop group uh, from the 1950s. Wow. Um, and so like, like you know the, the the original song is very you know yeah, like I And that goes over, but like. Like they, they, but knowing that and them seeing how they brought that musicality to it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And it's like, I'm all, I mean, literally all it is, it's just George Clinton singing. like No, okay, Ge- so that isn't even George Clinton. Oh, that's, it's a, not. that's a different vocalist. Oh, actually. it's uh, Ben Edwards. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Ben mm-hmm. Edwards. Yeah. But like, you know she's you know with that ocean deep tenor bro yeah oh, man my God. you know and like he's asking the girl if, if she's about to leave and that you know like there's no one that he's gonna love it's it's her stereoty- stereotypical love song but i did i had not heard like the fun- like funkadelic really do like rhythm and blues yeah like this and it's so refreshing this is like some real old head music right here man it's called this broken heart
4: been digging on your vibes like yes you've been finding more faults and carter got liver pills and i'm hip to all
1: the gemini material laying around oh I love, such a, yeah, no, I love that yeah i love that like, like such like,
3: a lovely song man yo
1: it just like the talking interludes like yeah I, like, yeah anytime, you know. like, you, like you just get somebody just yeah just, yeah, just conversating on the bike. Just conversating on the bike over just a real nice like rhythm line. Use like, some wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I'm a sucker for that right there. Like <laughs> I, I was like I said, this, this gonna be the cut right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George yeah, always no.
6: does that in pretty much all his albums. He's yeah. always talking, giving some kind of advice. Oh yeah, or some kind of just mm-hmm. just giving you some little nuggets. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why they call him the Godfather. Bro, no, he is man. though. Yes. He's the Godfather of that One P-Funk. Of the
1: oh my goodness and
5: hugely important to the hip-hop movement of course oh absolutely how many, how many parliament samples funkadelic samples all are there out there of Millions. the parliament samples yeah, <laughs> every <laughs> exactly. single one yeah. just
1: talk to dre like yeah how many no doubt no here's
5: what i here's what stood out to me about this album number one i thought it was gonna be funk like all funk right but you guys are right it's blues it's it's thematic it's heartbreaking but what stood out to me more so than anything else is how underappreciated black guitarists are. When we talk about the greatest Bro. guitarists of all time, any other than Hendrix, no one gets mentioned because no one okay. knows any of the names of these cats that play these guitars so beautifully, so well as bet as good as
3: most people who play rock and roll. Dude, okay, so Eddie Hazel, this he wasn't even on this album. Like, I think he was caught up. Like, uh, but <laughs> like, he, yeah, yeah, no, like I think he was in jail, but he wasn't even like on this album. But like, he, I, or man. Uh, I'm not really sure. But, like, no, like, I, I totally agree with, like, mm-hmm. what you're saying there because no one brings up Eddie Hazel. Right. You, and know, it, you know, and, like, just, he's yeah. incredible.
5: It just gets shuffled around because, you are like, there's all these black guitarists and these funk bands and these, you know, these bands from the 70s that we've talked about, Earth, Wind, and Fire, or whatever, right. who could jam, who can play the guitar, but it's never like, oh, who's the greatest guitarist? Oh, that guy from Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know? Yeah, It, right. it, it doesn't happen. We don't know names. And, and, that, and it wasn't even that the guitar work stood out to me on this album, but it made me think along those lines of, like, wow, these guys – Play the guitar as well as John Mayer or whatever, and they just play it in a different way, but they know the guitar like you know anybody else, and that's why I thought this was was a reminder like we need to have this conversation. How come Absolutely. that doesn't happen, yeah.
3: My clip? No, go ahead, James. Sorry. No, 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 no. I didn't have anything to say. I
5: didn't yeah. think you were gonna like talk about a clip. Yeah, yeah I'll just throw ahead. it out there since we're, since we're talking. I went <laughs> because again, I, and the end, this is the other part of what I went. You can't miss what you can't measure. Because mm. I just liked the song, and I thought it was about heartbreak, and it was such a surprise to me. Like, oh, here we go. We got
2: <laughs> Parliament, yeah,
5: especially after out, Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's 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 play this.
2: Sitting here with
4: The woman of mine making love to someone else. I'm turning gray from being blue. Without your face around, you found another to do your little bit you have for a town.
5: Cause I can see my dad in bell bottoms or something <laughs> in the 70s in the club, like doing my dad's dance. He like does really this. Really hitting sh- it, right? He does a like shoulder dip to it, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Bobball right, the <laughs> <laughs> right
6: there, man. That's yep. the one. Gets those ladies Yo, getting dancing.
5: Man. Oh man, my dad every time, man, is out there on the dance floor.
1: No, I can really see your dad getting to that right there. Mm-hmm. Same way I can see my pops getting <laughs> yeah. it. Like, my dad would hold nothing back. Your
5: pops the whole part and my pops would get along very well. Easy,
6: I think. easy. <laughs> on my first listen to this album, I was really thrown back because I did not expect anything that what we had here, and I was just like, "What the heck are they doing on this album?" I was like, "No wonder they call it cosmic slop." Because at first, <laughs> at first, I was like, nah, this isn't what I wanted. This is what I was expecting. The more I got into it, the more I appreciated it. And that's why I chose the song March to the Witch's Castle. Nice. Because it it kind of threw me off because I wasn't expecting some psychedelia in there, even though I know that George Clinton can do that. But the way they did it and the message that they were putting across you know, for the Vietnam War came out, Amazing mm-hmm. and, it, and to me it's a, it's almost a masterpiece of music.
4: And Father, why must wars be fought? Someone said this war ended
5: with peace with honor. But can that
4: truly be? Is there such a thing?
6: political climate that we have right now right. this being in 1973 yeah. and he's specifically using words that Richard Nixon said himself really? know, peace with honor it's like a jab towards the system mm-hmm. yeah and i didn't it, even know it, it made me appreciate it even more because now we're hearing all the you know the music that's coming out now because we have Donald Trump as our president there's going to there's a lot more hate and there's a lot more What the heck is going on right now? And this was, to me, it it made me mirror of what's happening now where people are putting out this music to do something and say something and try and connect with us. And that made me, this album just made me, it it changed my outlook on this whole album was this specific part in that specific song Yeah, because it's more political than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely.
1: No, like this. Th- this is the album, and and thank you, James, because this is one of those albums that, like, if anyone tries to tell me that Parliament are like is an artist, like they're just funk, like yeah i will shut you down like this is like the album that i'm just like okay you know uh, what That gets downplayed too yeah yeah, i didn't know about this yeah i didn't know about Mm -hmm. this so it's like it's kind of one of those like there's no like notable singles that were like yeah i could sing flashlight
3: for you all day you know like everybody can right all day right okay and that's parliament but this is funkadelic funkadelic, because again
5: like you pointed out one of the reasons you assigned it was to say okay look there's two different things going on here yeah exactly Mm -hmm. which was awesome so yeah expanded music knowledge man that's and what it's all about bridging different know, cultures man, to music you know but
6: another interesting thing is if you look at the liner notes of the actual album itself George Cl- Clinton isn't even mentioned on them it's the entire arrangement of everybody that else is on the, ba- in the band in it. band itself it, George Clinton isn't even mentioned which i thought was even more interesting cuz george is like to me He sees himself on this album as an afterthought.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That seemed apparent
5: to me just based on how it was presented too, Mm because there was like no real standout parts where it's yeah, exactly. You know, like there's like
3: three different vocalists on like different songs Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like one of my favorite songs, "Let's Make It Last," like that's not George Clinton. You know, like I I don't know who's doing "March to the Witch's Castle." You know, like the most notable thing George does on here is on "No Compute." when he has sex with a transgender person. Hmm, 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 hmm. Which seems so... So Clinton. <laughs> you see, like, and, and again, like, we talk about, like, going where no man yeah. has ever gone before. Like, that is such a, like... In the imagin- 70s. Yeah, yeah! You know, like, that's such a frowned upon, like, you know, type of thing, right. I could imagine. but just, you're like, Eddie Murphy. Y'all know about Eddie wild. Murphy.
1: And actually, that was Gar- Gary Shider, um, who sang on Let's Make It Last. Oh, okay, he's, okay. See, there we go. He's yeah. in background for, like, Shirley Caesar. Oh and, wow. like the five far- the five blind boys, the mighty clouds of joy, like a lot of gospel groups. That's tight. Sorry. <laughs> I just- no, no, no <laughs> I had to see that one. It's Gary Scheider on like actually a lot, a lot of those, like Cosmic Slap, that was him as well. Okay. Uh yeah, that was him. Which better. is like any. that's another crazy song too. Yeah, bro. man. Like like yeah, Gary Scheider is actually out here with these with these rich ass vocals. Oh. So but- uh,
6: so what'd you guys think? So we can't really slap it. Yeah, I was gonna say,
1: is it slap exempt? Like all homework? Like yeah, yeah, all homework. This is definitely slap exempt. Just because, like, yeah, like I'm really, I'm again, I see the music. You know, for someone who's I've loved, you know, Parliament and grew up with it, like all my life. uh, For this Funkadelic side, this is where I I can critically be a fan of of them now. I feel like now, like there's some, like yeah, I I can critically approach. I want to listen to more. Now I want to dig deeper into their deep because it took me off. At first it took me by like it took me by surprise and I don't, I don't think I was messing with it at first. I was like, "Oh, this is this Yeah, ain't, yeah, I
3: knew it was going to be a little jarring this for like so yeah cuz
1: y'all yeah. I knew y'all were really expecting the funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not like not at all.
6: Well, yeah, and this is considered a, one of the parts of a trilogy of albums that they did. Mm. So, I'm I'm kind of interested to delve back into the trilogy itself. Yeah, 100% for sure. 100%. Cuz so. I want to know how this album came to be from the other two, even though I've con- I've heard or I've been reading that uh, one of the albums is considered their worst album ever wow that is oh. part of the trilogy so i'm 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 curious that is interesting hmm. i want to still listen and i still will all right so funkadelic
3: uh, has a massive count cal- i think funkadelic alone just has like 9 albums like they started in 1970 and like they're kind of like their hallmark one was maggot brain that was the one with like the girl coming her head coming out yeah. or whatever but like yeah, this is their fifth. Jesus, this is their fifth already.
1: Man. Oh, my goodness, my man. Goodness. Could you imagine? I didn't even know about
3: the trilogy. I need to go, like, listen deeper now. Mm-hmm. Right? Shoot. Yeah. Go
1: listen deeper. Get the trilogy, man. Dive into Parliament and Funkadelic. I just bit my tongue. That's why I, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, were talking that, funny, yeah. That, that, that's why I talk funny over that real quick. I tried to use my tongue, and it wasn't <laughs> reacting. Right? I was so,
6: like, oh, that hurt. Like, so a who's bug. on homework next?
5: That would be me. uh Here we go, boys. We're going to do something a little different next week, boys. You know, I like to change it up a little Uh-oh. bit. Oh oh I got my yes. music We're ready. not going to do an album. We're not going to do a soundtrack. We are going to listen to two songs and two songs only. Mm. We're going to study the lyrical content of each of these songs. Oh. The first being Will Smith was Fresh Prince summertime Ooh, let's go because it is the summertime i love the breakfast and that is one of the best hip-hop songs of all time even though it was a pop hit <laughs> yes because of the lyrics yes alone because and we'll break it down okay. next time no yeah. i want actual <laughs> okay, yeah, no, to actually down. listen okay yeah no okay. i'll explain shit, why I, I feel this way quest love also feels that way he ranked it i think in his top 50 hip-hop songs in his top 10 wow which from from quest love is pretty dope yeah the second song we're gonna listen to is a long song. It's like eight minutes long. Don McLean's American Pie. Okay. That is regarded as maybe some people say the best written song of all time because yeah. the lyrics are very elusive is and that, you didn't explain the, them for my, a
1: long time. Yeah. And, and bye, it's
5: not a particularly yeah. song that I love, but I wanted to look at the lyrics and see if we can figure out why people say it is one of the best written songs no, of all I've, time.
6: I've read the same thing, and I'm, okay. now I'm interested to break it down. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Wow. Wow. So Man, I guess I'm going to be a little
5: Rob. quicker this week, but you know, let's try something a little different. You know,
1: Wait, you said Don the Clean."
5: Yep.
6: And just uh, for everybody listening, we are going to be reviewing the Arcade Fire album "Everything Now" that just
1: yes we dropped
6: shall. today, which is July twenty
1: eighth. Nice.
6: People are kind of are,
1: are kind of poop. Didn't they drop already. like a
6: concert film type thing, right? Yeah, they did a whole live. Or they did the film? concert live uh, and streamed it yesterday. Ooh. Yeah, and it's it's there's been a whole promotional thing that they've been doing for weeks that we'll get into when we go into the album. Dope. I'm excited. Looking forward excited. to do it. Dope. I'm excited. Malcolm,
5: y'all. best of luck to you. Avoid the potholes on your way to California. Avoid them potholes. Oh, for man. Real. Watch out no. for
3: the pothole. <laughs> 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 Watch out for the pothole.
1: Man, I appreciate y'all. Of course I appreciate everybody listening. The Sound Surfers, we ain't going nowhere, man. We about to turn up to level 300. Three. <laughs> we're crossing
5: state lines now. We crossing no, state lines,
1: out. baby. We out there. So we're all our California listeners, sound surfers. Yeah, we country wide. So we're pro- gonna be the
3: ocean surfers.
1: Yeah. Oh, go yeah. ahead, get with it, man. <laughs> of course, uh, for all my California listeners, man, I'm coming out there. We are gonna kick with y'all. Bring the sound surfers out to Cali for a while. All right. As always, thank you so much for listening. Follow us at Sound Surfers, sound Get us on Facebook. Once again, I'm Malcolm Alexander.
3: Peace, y'all. I'm James. I'm the Rob. And
6: peace, it's Corbin.